Welcome to Trading with Rainer Show, the trading podcast where you'll gain trading insights to level up your trading so you can beat the markets. Let's start boosting your trading knowledge from your friend, Rainer Teo. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So in today's episode, right, I want to discuss is trading gambling? I'm sure that's a question that have, you know, pop up in your head from time to time, right? Especially if you go down to trading forums, right? You see people, you know, creating threads, topics on, is trading gambling? Then you have answers like, yes, trading is gambling. You're a gambler. Then you have people who say, no, trading is not gambling. Trading is a legitimate business, yada, yada. So now the question is, you know, who's right, who's wrong, right? So I'm going to share with you my point of view, right, to whether trading is gambling. First and foremost, let's define gambling. What is gambling? Well, in today's modern society, right, gambling is where you risk your own money to make even more money. And you agree, right, that at the start, there is a possibility of you losing your money if things doesn't go your way. And there's also a possibility of you making even more money if things does go your way. That's gambling. There's a probability of you losing or winning. And if you ask me, gambling is kind of like the hater, right, the parent, if you want to call it. And Below gambling, right, the children, there are many forms of gambling. You have sport betting. You have casino games like poker, baccarat, etc. Then you have trading. There are different forms of gambling out there. So in my opinion, right, trading is a form of gambling. And it's only one form of gambling. And I'm sure you can agree, right, that as a gambler, there are professional gamblers that make money consistently. And then there are the majority of gamblers who lose money consistently. Like, you know, professional poker players who, you know, goes down to the casino and they are consistently profitable, right? They treat poker as their business. Then you have sports better, right? Who analyze, right? The, the math out there on all the different sports results and then place their bets. Those are professional gamblers as well. And they make money in the long run. And same for trading, right? We, depending on how you look at it, whether you're serious about it, do you treat this as a professional business, right? Only a small percentage will make money in the long run and majority will lose money. So in my opinion, right? Trading, yes, is gambling. But it doesn't mean that you have to be a loser because as you know, right, there are professional gamblers out there who wins and then the majority who lose most of the time. And it's the same for trading, okay? So that's my take on it. Trading is gambling. So now the question is, how do you actually, you know, be different from the majority of the losers? How do you be that small percentage of winners that make money in the long run? That's the question. And let's look at this from a casino point of view because that's, I would say, you know, they, those are like kind of like the biggest gambling house out there. So for a casino, right, to make money consistently in the long run, there are two main ingredients that they need. Let's not, you know, talk about all the, the marketing strategies, how they attract clients, customers, and stuff like that. Let's start with the basics, the two main ingredients they need. Number one, their games in the casino must have an edge over the players. This means they must have a positive expectancy, right? The house must have an edge over the players. This means that the games that they organize must be skewed in favor of the casino. But that doesn't mean, right, that the casino cannot lose in a short run. Yes, they can lose in a short run, but in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the statistics, the numbers, the casino has an edge over the players. That's the first thing you need. You must have an edge. And for a casino, it's a mathematical edge. Right, like a dice, right? It can only come out one, two, three, four, five, or six. It's a mathematical age. So let's say, for example, simplified version. Let's say every time the dice come up one, three, and five, casino wins two dollar. Every time it comes up two, four, or six, casino loses a dollar eighty cents. In the grand scheme of things, a casino will make money in the long run because they have an age in the dice roll, the simple dice roll that I just shared with you. Okay. Second ingredient that a casino needs is risk management. 
a casino, right, just because they have an edge doesn't mean they can let a, a big high-time roller to bet $1 billion on one round of gamble because that could just simply bankrupt the entire casino if, if that gamble doesn't work out for the casino. So they have risk management. They have table limits to contain their losses. So these are the two main ingredients that make casinos you know, make money in the long run. And it's the same for trading. If you want to be a winning trader, number one, you must have an edge in the market. Now, for a trader, your edge is slightly different because you're not rolling a dice where your outcome is just one, two, three, four, five, or six. Your outcome is almost unlimited. Almost anything can happen in the market. So the way to get an edge in the market, in my opinion, is to take advantage right, of human behavioral biases. Trend following, for example, it does well during crisis period. And why is that? And it's simple because when market collapse, investors, traders, they all think similarly. Sell all the risky assets, sell the stocks, sell the markets, right? sell the stock markets, buy bonds, buy gold. And this will lead to trends in these markets. And when these markets trend, guess what? Trend followers make money because they exploit trends in the market. So that's one, right? Exploiting right behavioral biases in the market. And, that's, and trend following is not the only way. You can also you know, uh, look at things like mean reversion trading in the stock markets when there's a, a sharp pullback, a sharp retracement you know, due to a uh, oversold of uh, certain stocks, right? Panic selling. Usually, more often than not, right, the next few days, the stock will rebound higher. So if you can exploit against such a short-term panic selling in the stock markets, you can actually, you know, buy low and sell high. That's another way, right, to extract edge, right, in the markets. So that's the first thing. Second thing, risk management. As a trader, as an investor, as a gambler, you must have risk management. This means that you agree that you could be wrong on that trade. And you want to make sure that when you are wrong, it doesn't wipe out your bankroll. It doesn't wipe out your entire trading account. And this is very simple, right? It's all about position sizing, stop loss, etc. Okay, so I mean, I have articles devoted to it on my website. You can just check it out. Okay, so now the question is, how do you find an edge in the markets? How do you go about doing it? Again, I've said this a number of times already on this uh, show. Go and read trading books, right? That have backtest results that come with it. You know, for example, a few that come up to my head right now. So it could be... Uh, Unholy Grills by Nick Gretsch. Uh, Following the Trend by Andreas Klenow. Uh, how about uh, uh, Buy the Fear, Sell the Greed by Larry Connors. These are a few that just come out to my head. These books already have the uh, system, the backtest results for you to check out. But don't just take it at face value. Take the system, tweak it and test it and validate it and see whether it works for you. Right? Don't trade anything blindly. Right? So that's the first thing, the easiest way to get an edge in the financial markets. Number two, what about risk management? How do you apply proper risk management? Just, you know... Google, right, position sizing calculator for stocks, position sizing calculator for Forex or whatever markets you're trading, enter the your account size, the amount you want to risk, they will tell you, right, how much to risk or how many units of shares to buy or currencies to buy based on your risk profile. And that's pretty much it. That's how you, you know, could go about uh, getting an edge, getting a competitive advantage, right, over the other traders out there. Okay, I hope this makes sense. So as a quick recap, number one, is trading gambling? In my opinion, yes, according to the definition, trading is gambling. Second thing, right, as a gambler, as a trader, majority are losers. And there's a small minority, right, that wins consistently over time. And you kind of want to reverse engineer what are the winners doing. And if you ask me, it's just two main things. Number one, they trade with a positive expectancy. They trade with an edge. And number two, they practice proper risk management. Make sense, all right? So with that said, I have come to the end of this episode and I'll talk to you soon. We appreciate you joining us in this session of Trading with Rainer Show. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit tradingwithrainer.com for more resources related to today's session. That's tradingwithrainer.com. Until next time, good luck and good trading.